Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsport empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, with Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Ooh, hello there. On a Sunday night, Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Let me refresh that big old memory you got. 8669 Freaks is your number here into the Freak Nation. That's 866 937 3257. 8669 Freaks. Also, text the word Freak to 25827. Text the word Freak to clubs. That's text the word Freak and your message to 25827 to get in on this thing. Oh, there's going to be lots of things yeah, talked about tonight. Yeah, we're going to definitely <laughs> utilize that. In fact, Statman, put your texting down. Man, I know you're already trying to participate in a big-ass text tonight. Absolutely. I'm trying to do that, and I'm also trying to get in line for some of that bailout money. I it mean, they're, you know, they're, they're giving away money all week. They ought to get sent you know, some no, to me. Wait a minute. In our pre-show meeting, we didn't talk about that. NASCAR track owners are on that bailout, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's fair. Well, I think we need to talk about that as well. Wait till you, wait till you hear what I got coming up. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff coming up. It is complete BS pork. I'd rather stand in line for some of Elio Castroneves' freaking money. <laughs> that he's, the NASCAR that track he's, owners are getting more out of the that, bailout than Castroneves is going to have to pay out on his tax That Elio Castroneves is supposedly, allegedly, stashing away overseas. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that's what he, the government only knows a piece of it. There's no telling what else might be around there somewhere. You know, if he could have set up a shadow company and sent me some of it, you know, it could have been the uh, uh, Stadelio. Stadelio. <laughs> but let's not go pointing fingers at Elio. Apparently, his lawyer that is involved in this is also a lawyer for Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. I think there's more to the story than people are What really we're talking about, Freak leading. Nation, what Crash Gladys is alluding to, Elio Castroneves. He's more known for dancing with the stars than winning the Indy 500 two times and, of course, being one of the top IndyCar drivers. Elio Castroneves was indicted on how many counts that? Eight, five, ten? Oh, yeah. I, don't know, but it I was thought like, six. six. I really it was like six. $5 million that, it's 5. Uh, 5, yeah. Yeah, that he supposedly didn't pay taxes on. Right. And the government is after him to get some of that unspent money. So we are going to get into that here in the Freak Nation the next couple of hours. Also coming up, winner from Talladega, NASCAR truck race. Todd Bodine's going to be in here. The winner from the Petit Le Mans, from the America Le Mans series. Elio Castroneves' teammate, Ryan Briscoe, will be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Alan Johnson driving that Mopar-powered NHRA Pro Stocker, trying to win that championship for 2008. He's coming in here in the band Leatherwolf. Yeah, you guys out there in Orange County in Southern California, don't drive off the road. Yes, they have a new CD out. We're going to have him, them sitting here in the Lucas Oil Studios for uh, sometime in the next hour. So Leather Wolf coming up. It's a big-ass show. Got a number of things to talk about. Talk about that finish for Talladega, the cup race this afternoon. Finally, a race where I enjoyed watching the last 50, 60 laps. That's Talladega. Mm-hmm. That is Talladega. Man, that's just a treacherous course. And how Todd Bodine got out of there without wrecking his truck, that I don't know. That's what onions do for you. There's a lot of, lot of layers what to that race, do. you know what I mean? Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, somebody that wanted it. to have something to do with Todd Bodine not winning that damn race, but hell, got him a sixth-place finish. Not bad for a teenager. Would you please welcome NASCAR Truck Series pilot driving for the wide receiver, Randy Moss Motorsports. Would you please welcome, the first time in the Freak Nation, Landon 
Cassil. Castle. Is it Castle or Cassil, Landon? Hello, Landon. You there? All right, hold on. Just say, Landon, stay right there. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to get you on another phone system. Landon, are you sure it's Castle? Castle. Crash? That's Crash? the only thing I've ever heard is Landon that's, that's Castle. That's all I've heard, yeah. yeah. Right? Because it's spelled like it's, it's Cassil. Well, that's what you. That's the way you read that's, it. Uh, that's my Texas roots. That is definitely. That's my Texas roots <laughs> coming yeah, that's from. That, you also got to remember that Texas also gave us Tony Dorsett instead of Tony Dorsett. And so, uh, you know, and then and it's what, what's his name? Uh, Joe Teesman. He's not from Texas, but he changed his name from Teesman to Heisman back when uh, he was trying to get the Heisman Trophy. So, uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff comes up in Texas. <laughs> and, and then some. Landon. Yeah. Landon, are you there? All right, that's from our end. He's there. He can hear us. I'm told he can hear us. If we just get it punched up there on the board, we'll get back at him. All right. Wheels is getting back in there to punch up Landon. All right, let's try this again. Man, for his first time coming to the Freak Nation, how about that? Hey, Sorry for the hassle, hey, Landon. Landon, Landon, we got it right this time, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hear you switch me over, and then it was all quiet. So I uh, don't know what was going on. Hey, how, so many times, how, many times, how many times has that happened with your crew chief where you wanted oh, yeah. to talk to him or you wanted to shut his ass up? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Every once in a while you, you holler at them, and they're busy writing or thinking or something, and, and they don't answer back at you. That gets frustrating. Landon Castle joins us here at the Speed Freaks Pits. And when you hear things like that coming out of crew chief's mouth or you hear talk between crew chiefs and drivers, do you get to, are you are you veteran a veteran driver to the point where you don't let certain things get in your head that your crew chief's telling you that's really pissing you off? Um you know, I, I kinda think um you know, everybody's human and, and no matter how veteran you are, you can still get um, ticked off at something a person says, and I think that's all part of a communication thing. You know, uh, people get uh, such good of a relationship with their crew chiefs that they know what to say and what not to say. And and uh, you know, I've had a relationship with crew chiefs um, on both ends of that before, so um, I feel like it's a relationship thing almost. Damn, he doesn't sound 19 years old, I'm, does he, Stan? He took the words right out of my mouth, Landon Castle. <laughs> for, for, when I was 19, I don't want to tell you what I was thinking about on a Sunday night. but, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, I probably think about the same thing, yeah, so don't worry so, about uh, it. At, at 19, <laughs> I bet you that somebody, because you're in the development program in Hendrick Motorsports, I believe, when you uh, did they ever send you to school to learn how to talk to uh, the media? Actually, yeah, I did do a... Um, uh, a day of media training at Hendrick Motorsports, but um, a lot of it has just uh, um, been, you know, fly by, uh, you know, on the job, uh, on so the what, job training, I guess is the right word to say. Uh, so you know, you just did, do more did, interviews. What did, what did they teach you to, to talk about? How did they tell you to talk to idiots like the Speed Freaks? <laughs> um, I don't, it, it's, it's something. I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, I mean, um, come on, Landon. They, I'm they, sure they, they told you that the speed freaks are out there, and they warned you about it. <laughs> yeah, they. That was definitely on the blacklist. There, you gotta, you gotta look out for the speed freaks. But see, we appealed to Brandon, I mean, Landon Castle, NASCAR Truck Series pilot, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. We appealed to your generation, the 18 to 34 year, 18, 34 year olds, hanging out in you know, flip flops and shorts and t shirts and not hanging out with uh, blue, blue sport coats and pink shirts and ties and khaki pants and, talk, and talking bull. Yeah, I'm only kidding. No, it's it's fun. Uh, I, I like doing interviews like this, anyways. You know, when uh, you can kind of just kick back and do whatever. And I'm actually at a friend's place hanging out right now. 
um, you know, on the phone. So it's it's cool to be uh, relaxed and young in the sport, and uh, and to be able to do it on live radios and, and TV. You wouldn't happen to be at a house with Justin Humphreys and a bunch of drag no. racers, would you? <laughs> Negative. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's good. No, that is a very good thing. So, Landon, you say you like doing shows like us because we're a little crazy, but, okay, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about family because I want to know a little bit more about your brother. Is he a pro fisherman? Yeah, my uh, my brother has uh, been fishing with the FLW Strand Tour, and uh, he's made the uh, FLW, FLW Tour this year because he was in the top ten of the Strand Division. So um, he's sponsored by Cabela's, and uh, he's he's pretty intense with the whole fishing deal. Okay, so who's cooler, though, race car driver or pro fisherman? Oh, I don't know. My brother's pretty darn cool. He was oh. uh he was always pretty cool growing up and uh he he's he he's he's set a lot of trends in my life as far as uh, music and and fashion and things like that that are a big part of my life that I kind of uh, follow my big brother. So, I want to oh. say I don't want to get all cheesy, but I want to say my brother's pretty darn cool. So, wait a minute. That's so, did, cool. this is your big brother. How did you end up not with a fi- you don't have a fishing rod and you're not you're driving cars. How, how did that happen? <laughs> well, we grew up fishing together actually. Um when we were little kids and uh we we'd go fishing just about every day uh, out in Iowa at you know whatever lake or pond we were at. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd always loved NASCAR and racing. And when we got into go-kart racing, we ran go-karts together and, uh, it was just kind of my forte and, and fishing was his deal. And, uh, you know, he went that direction and I, I really got serious with racing and, and that's kind of where we ended up. He's driving the number 81 for Randy Moss Motorsports in the NASCAR truck series. Randall Castle joins us here in the Speed Freaks pit stat. So Landon Castle, I bet you, you and your brother got into a room one night and flipped a coin and if if it come, if it came down heads instead of tails, you would have gotten the fishing reel, and he would have been driving the trucks. <laughs> that's probably that's probably close. I'm sure uh, I'm sure there's a few go kart races in there that could have gone one way or the other that could uh, could have changed our careers. But um, I don't know. I think we're both pretty happy where we're at, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to even say that because of his personality and and uh, what you know. He's he's so he's such an outdoorsman, and you know he's he's double majoring in ecology and ge- and geology at Winona State University, and. And uh, you know he's he's been reading books since he he knew what you know what the letters were and 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 he's a brilliant person so I think the outdoor stuff is his deal anyways. Dri- driving the number eighty one Randy Moss Motorsports truck in the NASCAR Truck Series. Before we get out of here, Landon, how much discussion have you had with the actual uh, world class wild wide receiver Randy Moss from the get go? Um, not a lot. He's so busy, you know. I mean, uh, um, you know, he's been. Uh, the football season is getting started, and and uh, you know the Patriots had another win today, and and um, fortunately Randy uh, was scored a touchdown today, so that was cool. Um, but you know I've I stay in um, direct contact with David Dollar a lot, um, the other owner of the team, and uh, you know Randy's obviously a big part of the team, so you know it's it's cool to have him there, but uh, you know it's it's neat to neat to be on the racetrack, anyways. All right, last thing about the auction. Yes, yes, let's talk about your you've auction a, next week. you got a big auction going off next weekend. Briefly, Landon, tell us about that before you get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's just uh, the, the annual um, Dale Jr. Celebrity Sports Auction. So, uh, you know, I'll be there, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, I think there's a lot of things that are come up there that the fans are going to be into, and uh, and who knows, maybe a surprise in there, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. you can tell the Freak Nation. What's the surprise? 
I don't know. I think me being there is a is a big surprise. I don't know. Where's the auction? Where is it? Um, shoot, I I don't even know where the auction is. I gotta look at my calendar. You guys, I'm all spun out with the Charlotte week, so. Well, basically, um, go to the DaleJuniorFoundation.com, or excuse me, .org, the DaleJuniorFoundation.org, and then there's there'll be a bunch of stuff on there. I believe there's something at the Embassy Suites on the 13th, and an appearance at Whiskey River on the 12th. Nice. That's right. Hey, Landon, man, we look forward to getting you back in here. You becoming a regular here in the Freak Nation, dude. You're here. You're heard over 60, 60 stations and Sirius Satellite Radio. Not bad for your big gig, huh? <laughs> Sounds good. I'm. I'm all about it. So you guys uh, just let me know, and I'll come on whenever. Aww. See you, Landon. Thanks a lot, guys. There it is. Landon Castle driving the number 81 NASCAR truck for Randy Moss Motorsports. And what's Dollar's first name? Morgan. Morgan Dollar. Yeah. And also he is one of the David, drivers with I think Hendrick. It's David Dollar and somebody Oh, Morgan, Morgan. McClure. Is yeah. Mc- uh, whatever. Larry, maybe, <laughs> Bottom yeah. line, it's Randy Moss Motorsports, and let's not forget, he also drives for Hendrick. He's one of the big yeah. guys that put together the car of tomorrow with Hendrick Motorsports. And just this weekend, he drove the ARCA car, the National Guard car, in uh, Talladega. Todd Bodine, does Landon Castle have a, have, a, have a future in NASCAR? I think so. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's definitely got the talent to drive these things. You know, get some more experience. Uh, uh, he's going to be really good in it. Well, I actually got to know Landon a little bit better this weekend down at Talladega, and he's he's a really good kid. We've got oh, Todd Bodine, cool. NASCAR Truck Series winner from Talladega here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, Todd, you've never snubbed the Freak Nation. You come in after every win, and one guy that snubbed us just one time this year after three times in a row was Johnny Benson. He snubbed us, and look where Johnny Benson is now. He's trailing Hornaday big time, Bodine. You know better than to mess with the Speed Freaks mojo. That's it. Mojo is a big thing in racing. <laughs> He's your Toyota brother, though. Can you help him out? Well, you know, uh, I can help him as much as I can, but that's not very much, you know. Uh, you kind of kind of got to get it done on your own out there. <laughs> oh, so even at Talladega, where drafting and everything is important and finding a drafting partner, you're still telling him to uh, get it done the best way you can? Well... You know, I, I'm getting tired of hearing about the drafting partners because that is a bunch of bull. All right. I'm glad somebody finally said that. There you go. You I know? mean, it, you you could make all the plans you want. And, hey, buddy, you don't want to team up with me? Yeah, right. You know, you get out there, and it's every man for himself, and and it's cutthroat, man. If you, if you, can, if you can advance your position, you're going to use the guy up and leave him hanging just to advance your position. <laughs> Todd, have you ever so, so been? Don't, don't ever believe all that crap. Have you ever been a part of a gentleman's agreement in which somebody said they completely would help you, and then they left you out to hang, hang out to dry? Oh yeah, oh, as as a kid getting started, I, I went through all that. Hey, buddy, you want to team up? Yeah, yeah, everything's great. And then you get out there, and okay, where'd he go? You know, and, oh. and then nine times out of ten, you can't put yourself in the right position to to use. Uh, a teammate or a friend or a buddy, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, very seldom are you actually in the exact perfect position to have that happen, which, you know, at the end of the race yesterday, uh, I was very fortunate to have a friend behind me, Ron Hornaday, and uh, when, I, when I got up in front of him, he pushed me to the win. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And oddly enough, not a fellow Toyota guy, but again, like you said, that all goes out the window when you're on the racetrack. Yeah, that that I mean, you know, through the race, yeah, you're you're gonna 
if there's two guys side by side and you got a choice of which one you're going to help, well, you know, yeah, you're going to help a Toyota. You know, that's what we're there for. But uh, it gets down the last 10, 15 laps. It's every man for himself. You know, you you got to do what you got to do. Todd Bodine, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Talladega here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Three super speedway race wins in a row. And, Bodine, you saw what happened today with Carl Edwards and Greg Biffle. Do you think behind closed doors, Biffle and Carl Edwards were going to go after it, the number 99 taking out the number 16, consequently taking out about 10 cars there with about 10 laps to go? Um, I wouldn't say they'd go after it. Um, if Biffle was smart, he would make sure he's got a bodyguard with him because <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with Carl Edwards. Um, but, you know, I'm sure Jack had something to say about it. Um, Damn it! You know, that, that, uh, that wasn't really most brilliant thing i ever seen anybody do i mean that that was not just not smart you know and the funny part about it is i was talking to skinner the night before and he said he said that that exact thing was going to happen he said these guys are the bumpers line up so good that they're going to bump draft through the corners and and somebody's going to turn somebody you know you, you cannot do that in the corners um you know and that's kind of what happened to me me and kyle uh, you know, I, I hit him too soon. We weren't far, far enough off the corner. And when I hit him to to get going, you know, it turned him sideways. And uh, fortunately, oh, he's a good driver, and he saved it. But, I mean, you, you just cannot bump draft in the corners. I mean, that just that wasn't very smart. So, Todd Bodine, whatever happened to all this uh, goodwill and good fan cheering and pats on the back that Kyle Busch had at the beginning of the season? Uh, nobody likes a winner. Let's put it that way. It really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I All feel right. For just him. let that let that speak for itself. Yeah. <laughs> just lay it out there. And let that. Just like uh, I feel the, bad for him. Yeah, but the series is treating treating him like the guy treated Kimbo Slice last night. All just right. just dropped him with one punch and kept hitting him. <laughs> nice. Todd Bodine joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits NASCAR Truck Series winner from Talladega. Before you hang up that phone, are you the new king of plate races, Todd Bodine? <laughs> well, somebody else said that the other, yesterday, and I, you know, I, I don't think you, I don't think the king or, or being a master of it or any of those kind of cliches uh, is fitting to anybody because the speedway racing, uh, you know, yeah, you, you try to make the right moves, you try to try to think ahead, you try to use your brain a little bit, and. You know, I think bottom dime comes down to being, you know, a lot of luck. You know, you think you make the right move, and then the guy behind you pulls in, so then that was the wrong move. But then you pull back in line, and they all pull outside, so that was the wrong move. You know, and it comes down to just being at the right place at the right time. You know, you you do have to put yourself in the right position. Don't get me wrong, but... um you know, a lot of it is luck, and, and you know, I, I told one of the reporters yesterday that you know I truly believe this that the only master of speedway racing there ever was was Dale Dale Senior, and uh, always, you know yeah. we can we can all watch and, and the old tapes and watch him do his thing and 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 try to learn from him and, and try to emulate what he does on the track and um, you know nobody's going to be even close to what he could do. He just he was just absolutely incredible speedway racing, but you know I've been fortunate to have a great truck, and, and you know everybody at Jermaine Racing has done a hell of a job for me with that speedway program, and uh, you know we've had had ourselves in the right place at the right time. Go to teamonion.net 
You can find all your information out on Todd Bodine, your NASCAR Talladega Truck Series winner. Todd, when is Paul Tracy joining you guys? Is that at Texas? Oh, crash. Yeah, PT okay, company. Good. What was that all about? I just, well, I just, Germ- Wait, uh, just the just, word Jermaine reminds me of Paul know. Tracy. I think that's okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Damn. P- PT's coming to Texas. Uh, good. Uh, he's all excited. He, he went to uh, Chicago with us and tested a little bit and found out how much fun the trucks were to drive, and uh, he's looking forward to it. We got to, you know. Uh, he's going to drive the nine truck that Justin Marks has been running, and uh, that's a great team, and, and we got him a really good truck to go there with. So uh, hopefully he can have a little fun and get up there and race with us for the win. Todd Bodine, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Talladega. TB, as always, thanks for rolling in the Freak Nation, my friend. No problem, guys. See ya. Later. Cool. The yeah, TeamOnion.net. Yep. I like a his website. Big-ass it's, it's onion head. gone through some revamps over the years and it looks good all right guys coming up you got your stat man scat crash gladys pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends there at racer ryan briscoe teammate of alio castro neves the band leather wolf which by the way we're going to take you to break with a little bit of leather wolf the title cut from their first release yeah leather wolf that metal band from the 80s uh-huh. they're coming up in the speed freaks pits what else oh hell alan johnson mopar pro stalker and more coming up in speed freaks pits Magazine. Oh, groovy, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? The freaks. Petit Le Mans was this weekend, and, well, yeah, you guessed it. The Audis kicked some butt again. But this time, they kind of had their work cut out for them. Alan McNish crashed on the formation lap. And then he forced the team, obviously, to do some quick repairs, putting them two laps down at the beginning. That I don't think anybody could come back from unless you're driving an Audi power. And they are. He was. He came back to win it all. Alan McNish, Dindo Capello, and Emmanuele Peru took the Petit Le Mans win starting two laps down. In the LMP2 class, it was all Penske Porsches all the time. They swept the podium. Standing on top, IndyCar drivers, Elio Castroneves, not showing any signs of his personal life. Good for him. And Ryan Briscoe, those two taking the win. Their first time, by the way, in a Penske Porsche sharing the driving duties together. On to NASCAR. Well, actually, the ARCA series kicked off the Talladega weekend. Scott Speed, the winner, and I believe now he has pretty much clinched the championship, if I'm not mistaken. Making that, get this, two years in a row, the ARCA title has gone to open-wheel drivers. Also in Talladega, you saw it today, Tony Stewart or Reagan, no, was it Reagan Smith? <laughs> I've got my notes all wrong. Who won the Talladega race? NASCAR says Tony Stewart. <laughs> well, also, Casey Stoner wins MotoGP, and France wins A1 GP. 7 out of 10 Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. <sighs> Whatever. Savers. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions, and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today.
The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, backed by popular demand, it's the Continental Tire Ultimate Adventure. Purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Navigon 2000S GPS Navigator. That's right. Load up four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll take home a sweet GPS from Navigon. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tires. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Here's your freaking hotline, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. You can also text us. Text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Text the word FREAK and your message to the word CLUBS. Also coming up to Speed Freaks Pits, the band Leatherwolf. I know Southern California, Orange County specifically, man. You remember the band? God, where was it? Was the country club back in the 80s? Where did they? Oh, man. Like 20 years ago. Anyway, they're coming up. They have a new CD out. They're going to be here in the Freak Nation. were at a country club? That was the, the band. The, that was the name of the club. The venue's oh. name was the country club. Right. Even I know that. Come I on. haven't lived in L.A. that long. <laughs> Let's go back to Indianapolis where I used to live. Uh, the Vogue. A, that, was <laughs> a bad, that was a bad place. That was as popular as the coach house yeah. and everything, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Up, up in the valley. Yeah. San Fernando Valley. Also coming up in the Speed Freaks Pits, <laughs> Alan Johnson, Mopar NHRA Pro Stalker. He's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Picks, Pits. And we're looking for Ryan Briscoe, winner of the Petit Le Mans, America Le Mans Series. And how many IndyCar races did he win this year? I think he won at least two. I know Milwaukee. He's more, he's more popular for being the guy that Patrick chased down That's at right. uh, Indianapolis. Milwaukee right. and Mid-Ohio are the two that come to mind. Ryan Briscoe should be joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, winner of the Petit Le Mans. Did we ever find out the, the length of that race, the Petit Le Mans? It was like 10 or 11 hours. It was, it was 1,000 miles, I thousand, There it is. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What does that come to? <laughs> you know, just, it depends it was, on how fast they go. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it's like 10 hours, but it's 1,000 miles, yeah. It was Road Atlanta where they ran the damn thing. And, again, Ryan Briscoe won it in the P2 class, mm-hmm. which Crash Glass explained. Sweat. And that was, is that the first time for Porsches to sweep? 
you know, I'm thinking Long Beach this year wasn't there. It's I know the LMP2 is the first time in uh, ALMS, but Porsches have swept oh, all yeah. kinds of have, yeah. series. And the, the GT2, they own GT2. So Long Beach, I know the Porsches actually beat the LMP2s, beat the LMP1s wow. at Long Beach this year, but they didn't sweep. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Okay. Well, someone that might be able to share it with us, here's your winner from the Petit Le Mans. And there was there was a word there was word out there that uh, the guy couldn't drive road courses. Oh yeah, I remember that when he won Mid Ohio, by the yeah. way. Some TV announcer said Ryan Briscoe, not known for winning on road courses, whatever. Well, he won him on a big ass road course this afternoon at the Petit Le Mans Road Atlanta. Would you please welcome Ryan Briscoe? What's up, Ryan? Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, so, so much for not driving on road courses, huh? Well, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to prove them wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Doing good. Ryan Briscoe joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits, and you won the LMP2 class at Petit Le Mans this weekend. And again, the Freak Nation and the general public have no idea what an LMP2 is. They really don't know what the Petit Le Mans is. But being a <laughs> but being a driver, whether it's open wheel or if it's stock cars. Can you relate to people how important of a win this is for just a driver and a team in general? Well, I mean, it's it's a big race, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. I mean, it's its own category. It's it's a very complicated uh, series, actually, because in the one race you've got four different categories. But um, you know, the the LMP2 class is where the Porsche prototypes are racing really head to head this year against the Acura prototypes where uh, Penske Racing is involved and, and Dyson with the Porsches, uh, Andretti Green Racing, uh, Fernandez Racing, uh, Jules de Ferran Motorsport. Um, I'm missing one. Um, Highcroft with, uh, with Scott Sharp and uh, David Brabham are racing. So uh, that's sort of where the, the big battle has been this year in the LMP2 class. And Petit Le Mans, it, it's a big race. I mean, it, it's a big one to win. Um, it's the second longest uh, race uh, after Sebring for the American Le Mans series, and they call it the T Le Mans, being the the mini uh, you know Le Mans 24 race, I guess, uh, in the series. So it's it's a big one, and uh, it was really exciting to to get the win yesterday. Ryan Briscoe, for those who may not fully be aware of sports car racing, it sort of sounds like with those names you just dropped, it's the battle of the open wheel stars in the LMP2 class. Well, it really has been. I mean, uh, a lot of the open wheel teams uh, have been racing in uh, the American Le Mans series. And uh, this race, there are a ton of IndyCar drivers. Um, you know, myself and Elio uh, paired up together in a Penske Porsche. Uh, Dixon was racing there uh, with Jules de Ferran. And uh, Marco Andretti was there with Tony Kanaan. Um, Dario Franchitti was there. Uh, I guess we're calling him an open wheel guy again, which is which is very nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, it was uh, like homecoming. Uh, it felt like another IndyCar race with all the drivers out there, and really the cars as well. They're very much like an IndyCar to drive. I mean, the, the corner speeds are every bit as fast as an IndyCar. Actually, they're just a bit low on power. 
You know, Ryan Briscoe, the, one of the things that when I was listening to you talk about the series a minute ago, you were talking about names like Porsche and Acura. There's Corvette. There's Aston Martin. There's Audi. Yep. Uh, all of these things, the, the most significant thing is that if you want to buy a sports car, a high-end sports car, you better know what's going on because all the salesmen are going to tell you that this car finished here and this car finished did that and this car did the other when you go into the showroom. So you got to know what's going on. And that's why your win is important, because you're selling cars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this this series, it seems more than any other, is where, you know, the manufacturers are really getting involved with the racing and promoting their, you know, on-the-road car sales with, with the with the race results. And uh, a lot of technology, they try to use, you know, the same engines and technology that they're selling to customers on the road. And uh, so it really is important to the, to the manufacturers. Um, you know, Porsche is there uh, with with factory cars in the uh, prototype class with Penske Racing, and uh, also in the GT2 class with the uh, 911s. And um, you know, so it's really important. It's great to get all the, all the European uh, manufacturers over and stuff. It really makes it a big event. Ryan Briscoe, IndyCar Series pilot and winner from the Petit Le Mans this weekend, Road Atlanta, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Stat. So, out of all of that, Ryan Briscoe. What kind of car do you drive? You probably drive a Volkswagen, um, right? I drive a Honda Ridgeline, actually, uh, which is my company car from Honda this year for racing in the Indy Racing League. So uh, nice recovery. I've got a pickup truck, which suits me nicely in North Carolina. Okay, you know, that's fine to have a Honda from the IndyCar side of things, but, dude, you got to talk to Roger and get some sort of Porsche worked out. Oh, I know. I'm working on it, actually, last year. Uh, that was one of the perks of racing uh, in the American Le Mans series last year. I got to drive a Porsche. As, as my everyday car, but um, I was I was happy to make the step back on my road car to uh, you know racing IndyCar series for Penske. I, I can uh, take that trade off. Ryan Briscoe joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. IndyCar pilot, winner from the Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta, and just let's talk about brass balls here for a minute. We've watched <laughs> seriously. We wouldn't be Speed Freaks if we didn't. Right? That's true. We've watched All Star <laughs> baseball players. We've watched uh, Pro Bowl quarterbacks. We've watched. NBA ballers who go out there and perform under adverse conditions. Your your teammate, Elio Castroneves, with the alleged indictments and so forth, goes out there, puts all that crap behind him with the with the IRS and so forth, and wins the damn race, Briscoe. Yeah. How the hell does he do that? Uh, it's uh, it's impressive, I tell you. Um, you know, I saw him Friday night. You know, after he'd spent the whole day down in Miami in court and so on, he arrived at I don't know. 11 o'clock at night in Atlanta, and I caught up with him at the hotel before he had to go to the track for race day. And, uh, you know, he was the same old Elio, you know, Mr. Positive, you know, uh, looking on the bright side of everything. And, uh, you know, he was just really focused on trying to have a good, you know, weekend of racing. And, uh, you know, he really just put his head down, um, you know, on the weekend and, and did a great job in the race car with the team and everyone involved. And, uh, you know, if if we didn't know that everything else was going on in his life, you know, you wouldn't know. I mean, he was just so focused on the job. Um, it really is, uh, you know, an amazing effort he put in on the weekend. Well, Ryan, that's pretty cool, too, of you to be one of the first ones to go up to him and just say, hey, we're all here, let's get to business. Yeah, Instead of putting I mean, him back in that uh, normal sense. I mean, that's it. I mean, we're all as, as supportive as can be, and, and hopefully, you know, the outcome is good because, you know, he's a, he's a really good person, and, 
you know, definitely not a criminal. So, um, you know, really got my fingers crossed that things turn out as well as possible for him. And, uh, you know, it's just great having him around. He's such a positive guy and, uh, you know, he's certainly got a, a long racing career ahead of him. IndyCar Series pilot and winner from the Petit Le Mans this weekend, Road Atlanta, Ryan Briscoe, also known as the some bitch that Danica Patrick chased his ass down and <laughs> threw a wet rag at him. No, that was Milka. No, no, that wasn't me. That was me. I was told to close my visor. I did as I was told. Yeah, the real king, Pinsky, told you to close your damn visor. Here comes the the mad woman. Hey, Briscoe, thanks for being a good sport as always, my friend. Looking forward to getting you back in here, dude. All right. Thanks very much. You got it. Ryan Briscoe, IndyCar Series, well, winner, Petit Le Mans Series winner. Some bitch can drive a car. Yes, he can. And you know what? For all of you guys on the stupid forums who are just discounting him because he did tear a little bit of equipment up at the beginning of the season, screw you. That's just what I have to say. All right. That's what I have to say. He's a damn good driver, and those of us that have known sports cars have known that for a couple of years. Email at crashg at speedfreaks.tv. All right, guys, when we continue, Alan Johnson, Mopar-powered pro stalker, he's going to be in here looking for that championship. Underneath me, hear some music about 15, 15, 20 years old, maybe. This is the calling from the band Leatherwolf. Yeah, they're going to be here in the Speed Freaks, bitch. You got your Statman Scat coming up. And we'll talk more about Elio Castroneves' lawsuit. It's huge. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models. Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Hey, ladies, get your freak on. Speed Freak's cap sleeve shirts, half off. Ladies, got freak, half off. Brilliant. You want hats or beanies? Half off. Get the picture? All right, guys, we got it going on for you, too. Men's T-shirts, Speed Freak's, and Freakin' Is My Business, all half off. We know you've got birthdays, anniversaries, baby showers. Yeah, just get on it, freak fans. Speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv for your half-off freakwear. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, 
Not such a big hit. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at speedzone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. Bring it up, wheels. Bring it up. cover versions of bad moon rising leather wolf yeah they'll be in here I next hour that's yeah, a great cover version leather wolf coming up next hour also we'll get into the alio castro neves indictment and freak nation you know how mopar is just a player here in the freak nation you drive uh, what a dodge a chrysler a jeep you want some performance products on that damn thing you go to mopar you go to Mopar to get your accessories crashed, don't you? Mopar, also Mopod. Mm-hmm. It's not quite accessories, but it's fun stuff. Yeah, on I know, but, but that's where you get your accessories, your performance products All for right. those vehicles, whether you're driving a Dodge minivan, Statman, a Jeep. Moparspeed.com. Yeah. That's where you oh, get true. a lot of that stuff, yeah. Yeah. I talk to folks often about, I see they're driving a Chrysler. I'm going, your performance products come from Mopar for that damn thing. Go to an authentic dealer, an authorized dealer, and you can take them home with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you Mopar, pointing the question to or, us? Or dot com. They can get the, a lot of the stuff there. And we'll hear a little bit of that from uh, Alan Johnson coming up here in just a minute. But uh, again, log on to Mopar.com for all your information on where to get those accessories for your Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler. Of course, Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. Now joining us in Speed Freaks pits needs some bad, some bad Speed Freaks mojo to get his ass back up there to contend for that NHRA Pro Stock Championship. He's 100 points behind, but damn it, I can feel some good rubbing going off on him right now. Would you please welcome Mopar Pro Stock pilot, Alan Johnson. What's up, AJ? Hey, guys. We're, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 100 points out, but I'm one point out. So, you know, it's just unbelievable how we feel right now. Well, Johnson, we were talking about that maybe three or four races ago, and you had every reason to feel like you were going to win the Pro Stock Championship. What's the difference between then and now? Nothing. Uh, we uh, the the first two races of the of the damn championship, we stumped our toe and and screwed up, but uh, still we're we're just right there, and and I think we we still got it. I think we can still win it. That's true, because 100 points down is not out of it. You still have three races left, and anything can happen at the top. Yeah, you're right. We, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, we're, we're just right there, and, you know, it pisses me off. We, 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 we screwed up and, and lost first round the first two the races of that. But uh, I'm telling you, we're, we're right there, and, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to win this damn thing. Well, who's ahead of you? I know it's, it's Jed Coughlin, Kurt Johnson. Who else is ahead of you? Uh, everybody's ahead of us. We're, we're seventh place, but uh, we're only like three, four rounds out of it. And 
I'm telling you, we're we're going to win this damn thing. Uh, Alan Johnson, are you? Uh, do you have any special tracks coming up that might uh, uh, give you a little more comfort uh, with Richmond or Vegas or Pomona? Anything anything special coming up for you? Richmond is uh, the first race I ever won a race at. So uh, yeah, very 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 special and and I'm telling you, we uh, we got some mojo coming up and. And I'm I'm pissed off because uh, the way we we we've done the last five six races, so uh, we're going we're going to take it to them right here. Well, you keep talking about stubbing your toe, Alan Johnson. Tell tell me, man to man, where is it that you screwed up? Are the other guys just do they just have something on you? You know, I don't know where we screwed up. I, it, it's just like you know, I'm I'm pissed off because I. Didn't do my job, and and I, I don't know. It, we just we just freaking screwed up, and and for the last five, six, seven years, we freaking have been the man when it comes this time of the year, and this year we just didn't have it. So we we the last four or five races we've we've come to the table, and you know we got it coming on right now. We we're coming up to ju- we're at Justin Humphreys' house right now, his house, and uh, I said, you know, I can't believe I didn't bring any moonshine. <laughs> so uh, wait, what are you doing hanging out with Justin Humphreys? He's one of the guys that well, has beaten you in this playoff system. Well, you know, he 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 shouldn't have. I let him. Alan Johnson, NHRA Pro Stalker, driving the Mopar colors, trying to go for that championship in 2008. You have Richmond. You have Las Vegas. You have Pomona. How many rounds do you have to go? Do you feel like you have to go to win that championship? If I go uh, this weekend at Richmond to the finals, I'm in the ballpark. So, you know, I, I really think that. If we, we go this weekend to the finals and uh, we're one round out of it going to the other, we're, we're in the ballpark. So I know the I know the folks at Mopar are counting on you to fly those colors up and down Richmond and Vegas and Pomona, make them proud. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and you know Mopar has been so good to me, and and everybody's been so good to me. The the Mopar Dodge Stratus, we're we're fixing to freaking light it up. <laughs> freaking. And not on that <laughs> note, NHRA Pro Stocker again flying those Mopar colors. Alan Johnson joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. AJ, we'll see you out in Vegas, out in Pomona, my friend. All right, see y'all. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. Looking at the end of the year, we see it's time for Speed Freak gear. Hoodies, beanies, and half-price tees. Visors, flat bills, and thongs for Louise. Freakwear, speedfreaks.tv. TV, TV. 
Slamming gear at the end of the year, gift-giving season, holidays, his and hers, half-price discounts, when it counts. Free gear at speedfreaks.tv. That's free gear, speedfreaks.tv. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks, and now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist, and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of. Specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist, showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist, the detailer for Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number nine Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. That's a song, Black Knight, from the CD Street Ready. Yep, that's Leatherwolf. Coming up momentarily, all three of them. Greg, Michael, Carey, they have their guitar, Stat. We could charge people admission just yeah. to get into the waiting room right now because they were jamming a minute ago on it the, was cool. uh, with yeah. their unplugged guitars. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. What's really funny is to see that there used to be a hair band, right? Right. You got one guy who's got 80s hair, one right. who's got 90s hair, and one who's got odd hair right now. <laughs> that's, that's life of metal. That's the life of metal, man. Your hair either evolves with you or without it, or you yeah. cut the stuff off. Yeah, so Leatherwolf coming up. Great. Yeah. With their guitars. Yeah. Orange County, California. Um, coming up to Speed Freaks Pits. Your Statman Scat also coming up. Elio Castroneves, widely known as the winner of Dancing with the Stars, but of course you know him in the Freak Nation as two, two-time Indy 500 winner, one of the major players in the IndyCar series, has run for Roger Penske for seven, eight years. Since 99. Or Since, he was signed at the end of 99. Right. But Thursday, last week, Elio Castroneves, he was indicted by grand jury on charges of conspiracy and six counts of tax evasion for purportedly failing to report to the IRS about $5.5 million in income between 1999 and 2004. That's $5.5 million. According to the court documents, each count carries a maximum five-year prison sentence. Also facing charges are Katusha Castroneves, the okay, driver's Kati. sister. Everybody just calls her Kati. The driver's sister and business manager and attorney Alan R. Miller of Birmingham, Michigan. They did not enter pleas but were ordered released on bail of two million dollars of two million and two of two million and two hundred fifty thousand dollars respectively. Damn. So Elio was released well he was released on bail to race this weekend on ten million dollars, right? So Kati was then an additional two million and then the lawyer was two hundred and fifty thousand. The indictment charges wow. Castroneves illegally concealed income from Pinsky Racing Incorporated and the Brazilian firm Coimex International SA. Neither company is charged with any wrongdoing. Again, Elio Castroneves the majority of people listening right now know him from Dancing with the Stars, winning with Julianne Huff, 2007, last year. But we know him as one of the baddest drivers out there in the IndyCar series. Vagabundo. Mm-hmm. And again, he was indicted. And Freak Nation, we're going to need your help on this. There are a plethora of movie stars, celebrities, rock stars, actors, sports stars that have been indicted tax invasion. Spiro Agnew. 
if you're 50 years 50 years old or older, you know who Spiro Agnew Agnew was. He's huh? vice president to Richard Nixon. VP of this country. Boris Becker, tennis great back in the 90s. Bitch. Big-time tax evasion. Of course, that man, one of our favorites, Willie Nelson. Absolutely. Willie Nelson. In fact, he did. How many albums did he do to pay back the tax bill that he had? One of of the great albums from him was an album named Spirit that I've got like four or five (laughs) songs from that album on my iPod. But, uh, yeah, one of the uh, tax albums. He did. He did one specifically called the IRS tapes. Who will right, buy, exactly. buy my memories? Exactly. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry, former big time Major League Baseball player, number one pick back in 1980. Richard Hatch from Survivor, right? Yep, the first season's winner. He just oh failed to report that he made a million dollars by winning the show. Leona Helmsley, the Queen of Mean. You remember her, man? If you, jeez, yeah. I remember the, her employees just really throwing. Throwing the books well, and what she, some at her. What she is pretty much known for, she's a multi-billionaire, or was a multi-billionaire, God rest her soul. She basically said, we don't pay taxes. Only the little people pay taxes. Wesley Snipes, <laughs> he claimed he was due a refund of $12 million. This is after he didn't pay his taxes. All right. What was it, Crasher? He said he just didn't have to. He, he was kind of going in the gray area of the IRS, and he... He basically said, I know that you can't hold me to paying my taxes, which unfortunately came back to bite you got to really know where the rocks are buried yeah. to walk that water. Yeah. You know, right. that some people get away with it, but uh, you can't be making blockbuster movies to get in the no, way. My that's question, true. These, these people that we named don't have like an employer like Roger Pinsky. Roger Pinsky is Elio Castroneves' employer. Now, Elio Castroneves. Well, I don't know. Arguably, Wesley Snipes could say... Paramount Pictures is an employer. It is for at least a nine-month period or however he's doing one of their movies. So uh, maybe or maybe not. What's the argument, Crasher? The Crasher, you know where the argument's going? Well, go for it. There, <laughs> no, he's, I don't. He's been employed with Roger Pinsky for the last nine years. None of these people have been employed for that long. By the same person. Okay. By the same person. All okay. All right, all right. Elio if he's indicted, should he be fired? Not even Spiro Agnew, the politician. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even nine years. True. Should... should uh, Elio Castroneves be fired if no. he's indicted. Even if he's indicted, no. These, these are these are federal offenses, Crash Gladys. I understand that, but you know what? You first of all, you can't convince me that he is 100 percent guilty here because knowing Elio, he's a really good guy, and you know what? He is just completely gullible. That's part of his personality, and I would not. Whoa, put that's it, not an excuse. Hold on, though. Wait, hold wait, on, wait, just wait, let me finish my sentence. True, let yeah. me finish my sentence. I would not put it past him that he would just believe if if somebody, whether it was this attorney guy, who by the way also represents. Casey Mears and Jimmy Johnson and many other NASCAR drivers. I would not be surprised if this guy or whomever just said, we know this is legal. You can go ahead and set up this offshore account, and this will be a legal place to put your money. And if he just said, okay, I trust you, I would not put that past him. I don't care if that's a defense or not, but that that just might be what the scenario is, and who knows how they're going to find him. But if that's the case, I really feel bad. 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257, or text the word FREAK. Yes or no? Should Helio go to jail? No, let me back it up. Should Helio be fired from his IndyCar ride with Penske if he's indicted on all these accounts, on all these counts 
for evading taxes for the last five years, from 99 to 2004, over $5 million. Crash Gladys' excuse is that he's a nice guy and he's gullible. How is that going to hold up in court, Crash? Okay, so it might not hold up in court. Let me get back to your question. Should he lose his job? No. Did Willie Nelson stop playing music? No. Did Boris Becker stop appearing in the public and playing tennis? No. So, no, he should not have to lose his job because none of these other celebrities have either. Guess what? Even Wesley Snipes won an appeal that he didn't have to go to jail, and Wesley Snipes is still acting. So, no, Elio should continue to drive in the IndyCar series. I don't care if the IndyCar series has a character clause saying that we don't put up with this kind of behavior. And I don't care if Roger Penske says, I need to keep my clean my team at the clean slate, whatever. I'm going off on a tangent. Ronnie, no, should, should, should Elio Castroneves lose his right if he's, if he's found guilty on all these charges? First, you got to give me my Ronnie. Then I'll, then I'll answer it. All right, hold on. Uh, Ronnie? There it is. Okay. Now, <laughs> now, uh, Crash Gladys Open Wheel Goddess. Ronnie, I don't <laughs> even get a stat when I come on the air. And he, you, you come in here demanding to get a Ronnie? Come on. Hey, hey I got Ronnie? some seniority here. I got some seniority here, partner. Hey, have him, have him tape record you one up. But uh, Crash Gladys, Open Wheel Goddess, and the rest of the Speed Freaks and Freak Nation, don't worry about a thing. Listen, I'm going to go to court and, and represent Elio. I'm going to play as his defense the tape of the finish of the Chicago race. The jury's going to see that, and they're going to set him free. <laughs> that, that will do it. That finish of that race will do it. Ronnie, Let him Ronnie, go free. Ronnie, if he is in... If- if he is convicted, should he lose his ride with Penske in the IndyCar series? If I was Penske, yes. Uh, Penske, Penske won't mess around that way. Uh, but I, I read in, a, in an article that uh, he's, as far as Penske goes, he's innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But if, uh, considering Penske, the way he operates, if he's found guilty, he probably will lose his right. And seriously, it will be a great tragedy because I was telling the, the, the phone screener, I was talking with him about how so many close finishes have involved Elio, whether it's with Dixon or Weldon or Kanan. The guy can race. Yeah. He, he has no fear. He's not afraid to push it and race side by side to the end. All right, Ronnie checking in. He says, well, yes, if he's Pinsky. Yeah, but that argument, you know, you could also say that if he's not afraid to race to the end and push the envelope, they could say he did the same thing in his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Elio Castro Neves. He was indicted for not filing correct taxes, basically, for $5.5 million in revenue he generated from 1999 to 2004. We know him as, well, one of the baddest-ass IndyCar Series pilots out there. The majority of America know him as the winner from Dancing with the Stars. 8669 freaks, or text the word freak, yes or no, Alio should go. Yes or no, Alio should go. Text the word freak to 25827, and yes or no, should Alio go. Crash Gladys. So far, 100% of the texts, no. Don't lose his ride. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's a freaking felony. It's a felony. Well, they know the texts come into my inbox, and so they're all saying that. Is that is bogus. It's a felony. This 100%. Isn't a, it doesn't this matter. This isn't a misdemeanor. These people are saying, keep his ride. And felony you, or not. If you go if you go Google up the uh, the indictment, there's some pretty serious charges he's yeah, making are. here there where or the government is making where he had, you know, one shell corporation versus another shell corporation and they were, you know, swapping money back and forth. You know, one question that probably needs to be asked if if I went to my boss and said, you know, uh, look, 
pay me on this offshore account over here, uh, the first thing that they would say is, wh- who, what is this about? How come I'm not sending it to you or to your account or just here give you your check? So if he said, don't worry, everything is okay, that's one thing. But if, if Roger knew about this and said, hey, that's a good idea, you know, maybe I'll get my guy to set that up, then that's another thing, you know. But uh, I got to believe that uh, Pinsky didn't want to risk a billion-dollar enterprise over a $2 million or $6 million dollar uh, you know contract with an employee so you know, but, you know there's there's just some obviously some questions that aren't being answered here and some weirdness but should he lose his job no not until he's convicted and then oh. you know that's a, a whole nother thing well according to the lawsuit neither company meaning roger pinsky or pinsky incorporated in the brazilian firm coimex international sa they're not charged with any wrongdoing. Yeah. Now, the one thing that they did do is that as part of the bail plan that allowed him to race this weekend at Petit Le Mans, they took away evidently his passport so yeah. he can't leave the country to go race at the in, the last Australia. IndyCar race in Australia. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, that's another issue, and that's probably a, a good thing. Here's a guy from Brazil who, you know, could travel anywhere around the world and probably speaks a couple of languages, so he could be comfortable in a lot of places. Uh, um, so that if they want to make sure, and Alio's not a guy to probably flee from his responsibilities, but he tried to avoid paying taxes, whether he knew it Allegedly. or not. Allegedly, you know that's what the government is saying. So they, you know, you gotta you gotta do business as business. Text the word "freaked." Yes or no? Should Alio Castro Neves be fired from his IndyCar Series job if he is convicted? Text the word "freak." Yes or no? <laughs> To 25827. Text the word freak, yes or no, to 25827. Crasher? Oh, this is a funny one from San Francisco. Oh, taxes. I thought you said Texas, and I just wanted to learn the Texas two step. <laughs> so he's gone from dancing with the stars to dancing behind bars. Bada bing. See, that's. That's where you can get into trouble, though, when you have someone like Elio Castro Neves, and a number of people are already saying this, that they're making. A mountain out of a molehill? Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> that they're making him an example. Oh. That they're making Elio Castro well, an example. I think that's what the government is. Without question, that's what they're doing. Because, that's what they did with Wesley Snipes. Because a that's lot what of people, done with all of them. a lot of people, if if you're a private business, if you're on Wall Street, they'll give you some money to get out of right. it. Right. But if oh. you're if you're a, a <laughs> businessman, they might go to send you a letter and say, "Hey, report to an audit," and then they'll give you a chance. If you owe five million dollars in taxes, they'll give you a chance to at least settle on you know three point five or something, and you write a check, and nobody. You know, is the wiser, and you go out and have lunch, and everybody's happy. But with a celebrity like this, they got to make an example of him because if people could just say, "I ain't paying taxes," then everybody's going to say, "Well, he didn't do it. I don't have to do it either." Right. There's no, there was no plea bargain at all with Elio Castro. No opportunity, from what I'm told. But where nobody we, likes a winner. Where did we read that Roger Pinsky supposedly knew about this weeks ago? In a lot of articles, we've seen a couple times. Somewhere, I know ESPN has it on on their website. A couple of different articles have said that the Penske Corporation has been cooperating with officials for several months. Man, yeah, I have to believe that he had to know because this has been going on for a while. Just know, we're now hearing about it now. Yeah, you don't walk up to a guy and said, "Here's your paycheck." When you you know he owes him three million dollars, <laughs> uh, so you send the money to either a manager or an account, and he said, "You know, where do you want the money sent to?" And he says, "Well, send it to this account in Panama." And you know, Rogers says, "Hey, hey, hey." 
what's that, you know? So I have to believe that he knew at least that this existed, whether or not he knew the the alleged illegality of what he was doing, that's something else. But I have to believe that Roger knew that, or Roger's you know, company knew that you know, he had some sort of a deal set up where the money was offshore. That's Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, talking Can about Elio Castroneves. A three million dollar paycheck with the <laughs> withholding and everything. Here's here's your here's your here's your pay envelope. There's Elio. something going on. There's too much money being exchanged for too many too too high profile companies with Penske. And the company out of Brazil. Well, and also this lawyer. I mean, this is a very good friend of two-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson. And not a, just Jimmy, a good friend. He's somebody who does the biz, handles the business of a two-time and potentially three-time cup champion. Exactly. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. So that just brings a whole nother weird twist to this. Jimmy has said, um, at this time, Alan's been my attorney since I was 15. He's been a great friend and has helped me with a lot of different things. I am shocked. So he says this is pretty much out of character. Edo Castroneves was indicted on six counts? Five. Six I've read counts. seven. I just read seven on the ESPN article. Well, conspiracy plus well, okay. six counts. Okay. Of, there you go. Yeah. There it is. Here's something else for you. In the six counts of the tax evasion, which would send the talented driver, of course, to 35 years, Castroneves was allegedly using an offshore bank account to hide millions of dollars from the U.S. government, which is, well, of course, a bad idea, especially if you get caught. He received a $1 million driver agreement and a $5 million license agreement from Penske Racing between 2000 and 2002, and he allegedly stuffed the $5 million into an offshore account that you heard Stat talking about via a deferred royalty plan for which he wasn't eligible. How can you tell me, Crash Gladys, he didn't know about that? Well, now this is falling along the lines of Daryl Strawberry and Pete Rose if it's just about licensing and memorabilia. Yeah. yeah. Now, and those, licensing and those, is, well, that, that's just, uh, you can't really say it's pure licensing. They're, that's just what they're setting up this company up, to, right. to, it's like a lot of people in the Freak Nation that are listening to us right now, they probably set up a corporation for, uh, you know, TFN fan, you right. know, incorporated, and they have their people pay them a uh, dollar and they pay themselves 50 cents, and that's what they pay the tax on, the 50 cents, and the corporation just builds you know their monies so you know a lot of people do that and the driver will say you know pay them and then they hire me to use my likeness mm-hmm. uh you know to sell t-shirts and and i think that's so the way it was set up a so couple of more emails before we go to break this is from eduardo it's a shame to say but this is common behavior of higher and up high and upper high class brazilians no, oh, that's no, that's cool. a that's that's a slam. Yeah, no, that's, that's not necessary. Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's uh, this not is from Luis. That. Well, no wonder he was always in a good mood. I'd be in a good mood if I didn't pay taxes too. Ooh. Oh, come on. Well, just think about it. Statman Scat tonight is about this tying in motorsports with this freaking bailout. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't be taken home hiding $5 million and then jumping on your goddamn car after winning the Petit Le Mans in Road Atlanta, being all happy-go-lucky when us low-life, blue-collar bastards out here are having a tough time 
making ends meet. You can't take that. You can't take that highfalutin attitude and act like you're special. He's yeah. not taking a highfalutin oh, attitude. He was excited that he won a race, and he is he has every entitlement to jump on top of his car and celebrate but that one race because he knows he's got a lot of hell to pay coming up so after this race. Now? Yeah, but celebrate while point, you can. People are gonna have to step up and say, "Look, we we spent a trillion dollars last week to bail people out. Some of that money is gonna go so that people can build racetracks and so forth." At some point, somebody's going to have to understand that the little people in the stands can't afford this. That's and, true. And if the you know if I owed ten thousand dollars, much less if I owed the tax on ten thousand dollars, much less the tax on five million, and the government is going to come to me and and they're not going to give me it. They're not even put me in jail. They're going to take it from my income and forget whether or not I can afford it or not. They're just going to take it. If I can't eat, that's my problem. Be hungry. But they're going to take the money from me. Here's an email that's kind of along the same lines there from Eric. Now, if only the IRS would apply the same standard to the U.S. corporations that park their income offshores. Damn right. <laughs> I, income, you know, jobs, everything else that they park and offshore. And that's what I'm sort of saying is that Elio, he knows that there's companies, we all know there's companies that park their income, part of their income offshore. He was probably just told, that's what you're doing. It's okay it's safe and he said go for it uh, i can't blame him for that i can man you got it especially well, at his age you've got to be able to watch you have to be able to watch your dollars you have to be able to yeah, watch your well dollars. then he trusted the wrong people his sister being one now that's a, that's a whole nother issue but yeah you gotta you're an adult you gotta stand up all right it. we're gonna lighten this damn thing up well we'll ask these guys about their damn taxes leather wolf <laughs> remember the guys back in the 80s yeah yeah, those guys. They got a new record out. We'll talk to them about that. They're bringing their guitars in here. Orange County's own. Orange County, California. Leatherwolf. Coming up. With or without damn taxes. With or without, in, without indictments. With or without grand jury indictments. It's Leatherwolf. Coming up. Speed Freaks Pits. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Help me understand how Congress can catch a bailout on Monday, say it's too big, and throw it back. Lost in the wake, $1.2 trillion Wall Street dollars, including heavy hits to retirement funds held by fat cats like you and me. So during the week, Congress adds another $200 billion to the bill, including tax breaks for people who want to build or remodel racetracks. Then with those additions, Congress returns Friday, says the bill's now big enough, and approves it. There's still no guarantee that the financial institutions being bailed out won't send more call center jobs to India and the Philippines. No guarantee that those lost jobs won't add to the growing unemployment and war on the middle class. No guarantee that those lost jobs won't mean fewer people to sit in the seats of those new racetracks or buy the new cars planned by the car makers who were also bailed out this week in a $25 billion helping hand paid for by us fat cats. By the way, those are the same car makers who will take some of their bailout money and continue financing race teams who will run in front of more empty seats or lower TV rates because the transfer of wealth will keep fans like you and me, you know, the fat cats, from affording a race. So everyone in racing gets a raise but the fat cat fans. Think about that the next time a driver pauses before getting into his new chopper or personal jet to talk glowingly about racing as entertainment and how they do it just for our great fans, you know, the ones who can't afford to watch anymore. Uh, excuse me, must be the bank looking for a mortgage payment. Think they'll buy it's in the bailout or at the racetrack? Peace. 
freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only nineteen ninety nine. That's two hours of unlimited go karts, dragsters, mini golf, and video games. Only nineteen ninety nine. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems. And Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak. Guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak. Nation. At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact Series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High-performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck, or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets, you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with Crash Gladys, Statman Carruthers. I'm Kenny Sargent. Don't forget the website, speedfreaks.tv. You miss any of the show, go on there and download that bad boy. Go to the freaking media page or iTunes. Put on that snappy little iPod you got. Speaking of not buying CDs anymore, Greg. <laughs> Again, Crash Gladys, Statman. I'm Kenny Sargent, 8669. Freaks is your number. Text the word freak and your message to 25827. Without further ado, by the time we got their happy ass in here, they're about to eat up all the damn concession stands out there. <laughs> Michael rolls in and trying to get some of that damn... Red Bull Energy Drink over there. Would you please welcome, finally getting them back in here. Well, like we've had them in here before. Saw these guys in 1984 at the Country Club in Southern California. I came out here from Dallas-Fort Worth and saw them at the Country Club. And it was it was the scene back then. It was hair metal. Was but, but what these guys, you got to get on the mic, Mike. Okay. It, but, but what these guys were known for was that triple axe attack. And they've got all three guitars with them now. We do. Yeah, yeah you we do. do. 
Greg, you gonna talk uh, at all? I'm the new guy, so I'm I'm just waiting for to find my place in this whole thing. Greg Urban, <laughs> Greg Urban, Michael Oliveri, and of course Kerry Howell joins us from Leatherwolf. Thanks, guys, for coming out. Thank you for all having right. us. Yeah. So having you got a call from your PR person going, dudes, you've got to go on the show, Speed Freaks. You went, uh, okay, really? <laughs> Did you, yeah. They probably said, is that a drug different. show? I thought, yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it was in Wasalia, Alaska when I heard that. I thought it was in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, that's all right. Because I need back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you shoot moose, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nice. <laughs> the new release, New World Asylum, and you guys are out trying to get some good run on that. Yeah. And, and we, we can go back and talk until we're crazy in the face about the 80s, hair metal. Uh, what metal has meant to a lot of the alternative and rock bands of today. I don't care if it's Hinder or if it's Lincoln Park. There's still metal in there from when we were listening, and you guys were playing it back in the 80s. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, metal influences in, ev- in everything you hear today, I think. just uh, I don't think it has the soloing and stuff that maybe you and I were used to. Because you don't have, you're right, you don't have guitar heroes anymore, Michael. Yeah. You don't. Not Why really. not? Every once in a while, it'll come through with with something, but I don't know. It just not too many in in the modern hard rock thing. No. Yeah, I think that got kind of eliminated with the grunge movement. It seemed like uh, it, it became more about uh, getting back to like three chords, and uh, you know, it almost became like out of style, out of fad to to shred on the guitar, what they right. call shredder guitar. Um, there's yeah. elements of it around today, but uh, it's missed. You is know. that why metal won't die? Because people still enjoy the the high skill that you guys have. You just don't get out there and strum on the guitar. You guys are all over the neck and play serious music. Right. Yeah, the guitar hero stuff is definitely, um, you know, the metal guitar players, you know, known for, you know, sort of the super guitar hero shredding, ripping <laughs> licks, you know. You play, like, you play uh, Carrie, right? Yeah. You play... Get, uh, guitar Hero, are you any good at it? Uh, no, actually, my daughter beats me on Guitar Hero. Your daughter? <laughs> Here's a guy who made his living as a Guitar Hero, and your daughter beats you? Yeah, yeah but Guitar Hero is like, it's actually nothing like actually playing guitar. I've lost like five guitar students to Guitar Hero. Because <laughs> they just, you know, oh, it's more fun when you got the, you know, you're up there playing with a band on a stage, and it's, you know, yeah. it's kind of a surreal experience, so. Yeah, you know, I'd like I'd like for it to go the other way where they they'd maybe start with Guitar Hero and then actually want to play some guitar, but yeah, it's a popular game. Greg Urban, Michael Oliveri, and of course Carrie Howe, the band of band Leatherwolf here in Speed Freaks Pits. Go ahead, Crash Gladys. <laughs> Just listening to that, forget it. I that's the only thing I can do is sort of play Guitar Hero. So sorry, guys. I guess I can't. I can't compete. Uh. Well, but so, you know what? You know now. Think about that. Uh, not Johnny Edgar Winter. He was playing Guitar Hero before there was Guitar Hero with that electric yeah, yeah, yeah. synthesizer with the keys up on the synthesizer. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. He was playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band before this stuff came along. Yeah, the uh, I think Mike had one of those, didn't he? Have I one? did. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was that called, Michael? What was that? Is called a, well, it's basically just a MIDI controller. With, you know, it's just a keyboard with a strap on it, but strap on it? Uh, <laughs> metal, baby, metal. <laughs> Okay. We've gone, I, okay. We've gone from Wasalia to strap on it. All right. <laughs> Leatherwolf's with us here in the Speed Freaks pits, and the, the, the synonymous, of course, the triple axe attack with with Leatherwolf. Mm-hmm. When you guys set out in '84, 
or it, it, actually before that, right? I think that was about it. Eighty four, eighty two was actually our first gig. I'm a big metal metalhead. Mm-hmm. Saxon, Priest, nice Motorhead, and you can, you can go, of course, Vintage Maiden, things yeah. like that. And it's the stuff I pulled from. I was never in a rock band like you guys were, but it's the stuff. It's the memories that I pull from that that helped me get through certain things. When you hear fans chanting Leather Wolf and singing your lyrics and so forth, does that give you something else to think about? Like, you know, I didn't interpret interpret that lyric that way. Now, how the hell did they see or hear that? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of uh, sites where they, they write out the lyrics, you know, because uh, I don't think – were our lyrics ever on the records? I don't know if they were. So you see these lyric sites, and you go and, and start lyrics, and like, what? <laughs> That's not that. Yeah. Oh, they miswrite your lyrics? Right. They don't write them correctly? Yeah. Oh, come Some. on. So it's just somebody guessing at what you it's guys are saying. There's a line in Street Ready that says, she gets what she wants with her dirty deeds. But I read on this lyrics page, she gets what, what she wants with her dirty teeth. Like, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a biter. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever hear your licks like uh, some old R&B stuff? They might hear their music in a current rap song. Do you ever hear your licks in some computerized thing? And, and uh... No. no at one I time say. I was walking in Guitar Center and there was some kid playing the calling like this. I go. I walk him. I go, dude. It's, it doesn't go like that. It goes like this. He goes, "How would you know? You never heard of that band." <laughs> <laughs> so I started yeah. singing it. You know, I started singing. Oh my God, that's you, huh? <laughs> oh, the guitar wow. hero. Yeah, just blew through the water. Right there. That is How awesome. You know? Walking in and hearing something like that. Yeah. Did you start in a garage uh, before you, you yes. put the deal together? We were uh, actually pretty much a garage band. Yeah, we just we used to play like, all cover tunes. We didn't really have our own music at the time, and then we uh, we got a gig to open for Accept, I think. And they said, yeah. if you're going to do the gig, you got to do all original. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? We put so them all together. Threw them all in. A- and how much time? Probably a week or two. Yeah, and, it, week and the or thing two, is, it, it, was all, it was all instrumental because we couldn't write lyrics fast enough. So we were, <laughs> we'll just play them like this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we did. It was all yeah. instrumental. <clears throat> That's exactly right. But yeah, we had this uh, single car garage. You know, of course, it was padded with carpet. So it Ended up, I mean, if it was as big as this the table, classic, right? The classic garage <laughs> yeah. band, you know, where you put... Uh, and every time we played, like, the dirt from the carpet would fall all over us. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have to have pictures. I'm on your MySpace page right now. MySpace.com slash Leatherwolf Music. Do you have pictures of that somewhere? No, we don't have that. that. Come on. Get them up on your page if you have them anywhere, if they exist. Did you ever dream that Leatherwolf... That, were you called Leatherwolf at the beginning? Yes. So did you ever dream that Leatherwolf would be Leatherwolf one? day um no i mean really uh, we were kind of happy with the backyard parties and keggers and <laughs> you know keggers i'm usually yeah, throwing the equipment keggers. in the back of the truck yeah, that's and... how we started we were just playing backyard parties like four three four times a week just mm-hmm. back in orange county in the early 80s it was customary for mom and dad to leave town and the kids have a party and and throw a kegger in the backyard. Back that's when we. What came was in. some of the cover music? And you have to be honest, man. Uh, you don't, don't mostly all priest, priest maiden, maiden, scorpions, scorpions uh, triumph, man. You. Um, so you didn't bust out like some happy ass lover boy no, or foreigner or crap like that. Seriously, you had to. No, we Once, did someone not. had to scream Mario Speedwagon. <laughs> didn't have to. <laughs> Michael, no. wait a minute. Somebody, somebody. I read an interview this afternoon where you were talking about going to hear Foreigner or uh, 
Uh, I can't think of the other, but you're that you're that you're going to hear some of that music now. Is that just from growing up or what? Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, Foreigner. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, we would. Um, that's a classic band. We we go see all the the old timers that come back around. <laughs> now. Oh, <God. laughs> the old timers. Jesus, man. Because is it disappointing? And I won't give you my opinion because it may sway you. Is it disappointing to go see those bands you grew up listening to, and then you see the singer or the guitar player, and you go, "Holy crap, is he a fat bastard?" <laughs> the, the, right. the worst one was for me. I mean, it's a little different for me because when when the guys started, I'm 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 the new guy. I got about ten years. They they got about ten years on me. Yeah. So in the early '80s, I was you know ten, eleven years old. Right. Um, but the, my my worst experience with that was when Billy Idol first came back, and he, they were doing like a retro thing at the Irvine Meadows, and he kind of unbuttoned his shirt, and his belly just kind of fell over his oh. belt. <laughs> it was like, oh. Oh. You know, when you, wait a minute, Greg, you got to be truthful here before yeah. we go to break. Okay, Rich, okay. when you when you were ten or eleven, was there any Beavis and Butthead in there somewhere? Oh, I love Beavis and Butthead. But was yeah. there any Beavis and Butthead in Greg when you were ten or eleven? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I was I, I went to a like a Baptist Christian school when I first started playing guitar and got into rock guitar. I was going to a Baptist Christian school, so I I, I identify with Beavis and Butthead a lot, you know, because I, I was a renegade. They didn't know what to do with me because I'd bring my electric guitar to school and, you know. Bring, bring that, bring that devil instrument to school and play it on the picnic table. You know, the recess, devil so. instrument, really? That's what. <laughs> oh they're... yeah, sure. They, 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 were, oh, wow. they were really torn about that. You know. All right, was... this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to break. <laughs> Greg Urban, Michael, Michael Olivieri, and of course, Carrie Howe from the band Leather Wolf. We're going to leave you with some track two. It's King of the Ward from the new CD, New World Asylum. And when we continue, we're going to have them pull out those big ass acoustic yeah. guitars. In yeah. fact, you know what? That's what we'll do. We'll bring you back with some acoustic guitars. From Leather Wolf, all right. Okay. And uh, and Michael, Carrie, I want to hear what was the biggest disappointment for you guys on seeing one of your old rock gods or singers. But that's when we continue here. Speed Freaks right. Pits. <laughs> This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper. A lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks. Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. 
Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of speed freaks. I know your game Without your love It won't be the same I run I hide away I run just to stay away I run I hide away I run just to stay
Freak Nation, let me tell you. That's serious business. Holy cow. That is, that that is was balls. Great. That is yeah. absolute balls. Well, no, that's Leather Wolf in the Speed Freaks pits with Statman, Damn Crash right. Gladys, Kenny Sarge at the song Hideaway. I remember that from MTV back in the day, right? That's right. Yeah. That was what, our what MTV. Year? Uh, that was 87. Uh, okay, 89. Because every metal, <laughs> band, every metal band had yeah. the power ballad. Every freaking metal band. Even Priest had a power ballad. That's right. And because <laughs> you had you had to have a power battle, you had to. Metallica had a power battle. Yeah, that little that little break, I could just see the drummer, bam, bam, bam. the tom toms <laughs> breaking, yeah, and the yeah. cymbals going crazy. Greg Urban, Michael Olivieri, Carrie <laughs> Howe, Leatherwolf. That's absolute balls to come in here. We're on over sixty stations across the country, on Sirius, live on the net. Cable Radio Network and Freak Nation. If you missed any of this, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Download what you just heard. Nice mix on that, Wheels. That was tasty. Yeah, was it actually nice. came out very nice with That's our balls sponsors. to roll in here when you have such hundreds of thousands of people listening to you to come in and do that. Yeah, just and they say they they said off mic that they just put it together and yeah. just for you guys. Wow. Yeah. We rehearsed it in the, the parking lot actually. Guitar, guitar center. Yeah, we were out in the parking lot rehearsing. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, guys. It's it's yeah, great pleasure. to have you guys pleasure. here. And real quick, Michael, the most the biggest disappointment when you went and see one of your old favorite bands was who? Uh, I'd have to say Boston. Oh, and Brad Delp <laughs> kills himself. How? Oh. Wow, that is horrendous. I, mean, I love Boston. I went and saw him, and you know Brad Delp's got this powerful voice on record. But when I saw him, he's like all falsetto. He's like, oh. more than a feeling. Oh. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> 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 but, but Tom Schultz on guitar, he can yeah. still he can still yeah. chime. Carrie, uh, for me, I'd have to say it's uh, Judas Priest. When I went to see Rob, he just wasn't the same. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He he wasn't helmet for leather, was he? No, oh, he was the same. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Billy Idol, Boston, and Judas Priest. Greg Urban, right. Michael Olivieri, and of course, Carrie Howe, the band Leather Wolf. And if you're here in Southern California, San Juan Capistrano, the Coach House, the Cheyenne Saloon in Las Vegas, Tarzana, California, again at Paladino's. That's all the 16th of October, October 17th, and October 18th. Thank you guys for coming hey, in. Since we're here, let's plug our new record. We just did a new record called New World Asylum. And if yes. anybody gets a chance, go to our website and check out some of the tunes. And if you're feeling a uh, eager go ahead and buy that thing we'd appreciate that and we'll leave you with one from new world asylum this is derail track eight smoking thank you guys thank appreciate you it, guys thank another you. wolf in the speed freaks pits remember shoot the juice to the moose and step man cut it loose see ya This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Lager lessons from Budweiser. The 3 o'clock tasting.
Did you know that Budweiser brews beer at 12 different breweries across the country? That's cool, but the real news is that every afternoon at 3, while you're doing your job, the brewmaster's job is to taste the Budweiser from each of those breweries. Yeah, they fly just finished Budweiser's from across the country to one place for a daily tasting. Just to make sure that every Budweiser from coast to coast tastes exactly the way it should. With that perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. So each Budweiser you enjoy today should taste like each Budweiser you've enjoyed in the past. Daily Brewmaster Tastings. Oh man, how do I get that gig? When it comes to Budweiser, the more you know, the better it tastes. Budweiser, the great American lager. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Please drink responsibly. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. 97.1 